Hello, hello. Headphones on, there we go. Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we did on the radio. This one's been a bit of faff. I had to do some production. Well, there's a Larry conversation in there and, uh, well, if I'm brutally honest about it, there is a song. And you know what happens when I do songs. I don't hit the notes and that's fine because this is not a singing contest. It's a popularity. No, I hope not. I've just seen the figures. It's, it's not a contest. The real winner here is radio. We did a podcast and it came out sounding like this. We played Primal Rocks, no, Primal Screaming Rocks, which actually, I actually prefer, what's the other one? Um, Primal Scream's song, Paper. For me, that always beats rock. The, or Scissors, which one? I can't remember. Oh, it's half an idea for a joke and it all went wrong. And then Police Roxanne, which if you don't know that song, it's all about a woman who works in a um, photography lab developing stuff. Yeah. Welcome along. Look how we sanitise this show. Welcome along. Here's what we're doing today, then. There's a... There's a key to living longer. There genuinely is. A piece of research can make you actually younger. But you won't go for it, I guarantee it. Larry's got entertainment news. Vegans are in the news, but we might not mention it. Um, what's this? Oh, foraging. Are you a forager? Wash your hands if you are, you dirty pup. All of that lies ahead of us like a show. And we like to keep you up to date with all the different types of news. Entertainment news is kind of a type of news. And for more on that, we're joined by my friend who knows what he's talking about. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, good to hear from you. What have you got for us this time? Noel Gallagher says that people have stopped shouting his name when they see him in the street. Well, that's good, I suppose. It's it's a more peaceful way of life. No, now they just shout Wonderwall. Ah, I see. So it's just as annoying, but shows that you're not as famous anymore. Ouch. I don't think it's that. If anything, it means that you're more famous. Well, why is that? There was a spell in Michael Jackson's career when people just shouted bad at him. Yeah, I'm not sure that was quite in the same way. Oh, guess so. So, do people ever shout at you in the streets, Stevie? Yes, actually, I have reached the level of fame where that happens. And what do they shout? Well, put it this way, some of them think I'm Michael Jackson. Yeah, that figures. Yeah, all right, well, thank you for the update. We'll speak soon. Okay, toodles. According to the newspapers, cash-strapped Brits are turning, turning to foraging for free food. It's a fine line between foraging and just eating stuff you find on the floor. What would you define the difference? Because, you know, one of them, people shout binner at you, and the other one, you're a forager. So the idea is to try and trim down those grocery bills by eating things that you find. Events about searching out edible plants have gone up by 74%, apparently. I don't know, I don't really trust anything that you find. It's a dog you might have weed on it. That's basically my theory for not eating stuff you find, but some people maybe uh, don't seem to mind. Fruits, flowers, foliage, fungi, and nuts. They're the things that you can forage for. I don't know, I was in a car park the other day, and is this foraging? I was paying for my parking, I looked down, I found a pound, so that's mine now. I foraged a pound. What's the best thing you've ever foraged that might not be fruit, flowers, foliage, fungi, and nuts? You know, basically, what have you nicked or found? Found, let's say, call it found. It's foraging, not nicking. Calm down. This is kind of part two to a story which we didn't do, right? That's not helping you, is it? But a couple of days ago, there was a story about you should eat more fish and chips to try and save the fish and chip shops and elsewhere in this media environment. You might have seen me on the telly moaning about the fact that I would buy more fish and chips, but have you seen the price of them? The, um, they're very expensive. 
I'm trying to think of some sort of pun about hake, but I can't do it. Anyway, so they're very expensive. But this is in the news as well now. The number of breweries going bust has rocketed in the past year, with smaller craft breweries bearing the brunt. So if we were to try and fix this economy, we should eat fish and chips and have a few pints. This might be the only time in history where you... What a great excuse. What are you doing this weekend, darling? Oh, I'm going to eat some fish and chips. Oh, we'll have a couple of pints. Oh, not again. I'm helping out the UK. It's not about me, it's about GDP. That is how I talk normally in my life. So, there you go. If you needed an excuse to do fish and chips and pints on the weekend, I've just fixed you up by that one. This is a sciencey news story. This bloke who spent 93 days underwater has said it's made him younger. This uh, retired naval officer, so he was used to it. <clears throat> they did this experiment where he, he's underground, underwater rather, for that many days. And it's changed his cholesterol. He's got more stem cells. The telomeres, which are a good thing that protects your DNA, are now longer, which I guess is you know, it's not all about length, is it? Really? It is when it comes to the telomeres, apparently. He had better REM sleep, and now in all of the ways that you can measure, this guy is younger. <gasps> Apart from age, actually. In that one way that you can measure, it's quite important when you come to youngerness. But it's great that being underwater can improve the quality of your human body. The downside is, you've got to be underwater for 93 days. I've got stuff to do. I don't... It's an interesting one. You could live longer, but you'd spend more of your time down there. I'm not sure what I think about this, but I think most of my thoughts could be put into one handy song from a musical. And I think it would go like this. You knew we were going to do this. You knew we were going to do this. If you want to live much longer, there's one thing that you can do. Spend ages underwater, and somehow that's good for you. Some think it's a big no-brainer, because it's about your health. But you're in a big container, way down on the ocean shelf. Under the sea, under the sea, you get the feeling your cells are healing in solitary. You'll have much cleaner DNA, but you'll spend ages just locked away. You'll feel much younger, but you're trapped under, under the sea. Well, I think I make a very good point. There's a thing about vegans in the news. They're often in for some stick in the news, aren't they? Apparently, barbecue-loving Aussie blokes won't go vegan because it isn't manly enough. Eh, you saying vegans aren't manly? Like, in some ways, they have more nuts than everyone else. In the, you know, diet. Fellas who identify as more masculine had a lower likelihood of considering the diet. This is hot on the heels of a news story last week that um, in Poland, you're less likely to get a manly job if you're a vegan. And no one seemed to ask the big question. Who's putting their veganness on their CV? This this is not people thinking, I won't employ a vegan. This is people thinking, oh, you've written it at the top of your CV. We already know the kind of person you, oh, every conversation you fit it in, don't you? We're talking about foraging. Foraging is apparently a big hit these days, because you know, free stuff. What have you foraged? John says, I have a story of I once found a bunch of skeleton keys whilst foraging in a breaker's yard. One of them just happened to fit every door in my school, but it's a long story and got me into a lot of trouble. But me and my mates had a lot of fun. The teachers at the all-boys Catholic school that I went to were a bunch of bullies and we got our own back. 
you know what? It's probably good you don't send through the long version of that. That's, uh, you're going to get in trouble, aren't we? But that's a good forage. That's the kind of thing we're talking about. AI's in the news. We might as well do an AI update. What are the other things we were going to talk about today? Oh, there's a, there is a story about mushrooms could save the planet because they absorb more carbon, but don't tell them that because they're not plant. I saw that Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson saying fungi is more closely related to animals than it is to plants. Oh, oh, oh. Terrified, huh? terrified of mushrooms. Shiitake. There, there is a scared the joke in there, but let's not do it. Um, the Prime Minister's artificial intelligence advisor has warned that AI will be able to kill humans in the next two years. Why? Well, then don't let it. Why would you do that? Tell it not to. Matt Clifford, who's setting up the government's AI task force, says that if we can't control tech, we will face threats from cyber attacks and bioweapons. Is there any way that we could maybe not put AI in charge of weapons? You know, because it seems like I don't want to. I don't want to shock anyone. But if you don't want AI to attack you, leave it in a computer, and we might be onto something there. If the only thing the print, if the only thing that can it can control is your printer, don't worry. I already can't use mine. It's not as if it can hold me hostage by refusing to let me print. I already have to take it elsewhere, so... Yeah. Didn't get time to get into this one. Rishi Sunak was accused of being afraid of trains after getting a, a, a helicopter to travel 74 miles. I think the reason is um, helicopters are unlikely to go on strike. You just know as soon as he tried to do it. There's no way he'd get anywhere near a train. Listen, we'll delve into more news tomorrow when we do it all over again. Podcast accomplished. Pod, a sensation of podcast well done. The audience necessarily say well done, but um, it's warm in here, so that makes the cooking side of it almost almost true. Subscribe to wherever you get this. Tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen, and uh, or you can email me at mrstephenallen.co.uk and send vague hate mail about um, climate change. That was one that I got recently, but let's, I didn't read that one out. It's weird, isn't it? However, you could email me at Mr. Stephen Allen and we'll see what we get. And until next time, bye.